Hola, 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 and welcome to Ayuda, I Failed Spanish. Woohoo! <laughs> uh, this podcast is for you guys that absolutely tanked your Spanish classes, because I know there are so mucho of you. Uh, it's dedicated to all the ideally fun elements of teaching Spanish. My name is Jameson. I am your virtual Spanish teacher, and I'm also the Spanish teacher of my star student, Michael, who we're going to call Miguel. Uh, Hello. Michael. Yeah, Michael, introduce yourself. Por favor. Hello, uh, me llamo Miguel. Uh, I am very, very excited for this podcast. I do not expect it to be facile. I expect it to be difficile, and but very, very interesante y uh, full of mucho gusto, mucho amor. Uh, what, <laughs> okay, anyway, I am, he- I am not here to offend. I am seriously here to learn. It seems like I'm rapidly running out of excuses to not know Espanol. And so here I am um, at your at your good graces. Well, and my goal, ideally, as your teacher, is to, one, get you as much conversational Spanish as we can over the next si. X amount of episodes and weeks before you have what? What's coming up for you? What's your motivation to learn? I think I have a trip to Mexico, Mexico, um, if Mexico. Corona passes over and stops becoming a thing. I mean, stops existing as a th- real thing that's out there. With I will be chance. going to Mexico with my beautiful wife, Judy. <laughs> Who you guys are going to meet soon. Judy, third player in this podcast. She's fantastic and we are excited. No, I just, I want to get you to a conversational spot so that while you go to Mexico, you are able to Gracias. not be the gringo that is traveling through Mexico sí. with as many cultural blunders as you can muster up we want you to be comfortable confident and ready to go now for the rest of you guys that are tuning in ideally this is a way for you to refresh a little bit on your spanish you tanked that first level you tanked a class let's get you back to where you're confident comfortable and ready to actually use your spanish so in order to do that michael i thought it would be helpful since it's our first actual conversation together to see what you know but before we do that what's been your experience learning Spanish? Okay. I went to school like most, like a lot of children in America. I am not going to assume that most (laughs) children in America go to school. I did go to school. Um, Unlike most children in America, I did go to private school. Now, I took maybe a year and a half, uh, two years tops of Espanol in, um, did not enjoy my time in all of it, but I enjoyed the concept of learning Spanish. Um, none of okay. it stuck, just be, I think because of the setting, but the and also maybe the mindset. To be honest, to be completely honest. So for you, because that's the biggest thing that I hear constantly as a former Spanish teacher, which, ironically, I taught at the school that Michael attended, which is great, just years <laughs> apart from each other. Whoa. Um, <laughs> What was the part for you that just didn't connect in learning in that classroom setting? I think it was honestly just the, um, well, it's like, why didn't anything from school connect? Um, But specifically with Spanish, 
in the setting of school, which is already kind of a difficult place for like, you know, for me personally to, for things to stick. Um, it was just the amount of time of exposure. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it, it almost seemed like a box to check. We, we weren't required to learn it until a certain point. And then once we were required to learn it, it was only until a certain point. And that the, the space in between those two points was actually not very far between. So it was like, boom, did it, Spanish, done, boom, next. What's, what's next, college? I don't know. Right. And then you're going to take the exact same class just faster yeah. for like a year. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, my biggest yeah. recommendation, and I have my top three things that I say are, um, number one, use it or lose it. Got to use that Spanish whenever you can. Uh, same for a teacher. I am constantly needing to use my Spanish in order to keep it fresh. Number two, make it personal. So I'm excited to figure out what you're passionate about and go from there. And for all of you guys listening, okay. honestly, make it personal. Otherwise it's trash and you're not going to, it's nothing's going to stick. And then my biggest thing that I would love for everybody to do is go somewhere for you. You're going to Mexico, but for a lot of people that might just be a community in the town that they're living in, find a place that you can use your Spanish with people that are heritage speakers. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited to see the Ooh. progress that we make. It already sounds like you know some stuff. So let's jump into a little bit of Spanish. I want to have a an intro conversation because today's episode is a little bit about introductions. So let's pretend we have never met. Let's see where we're at. And if at any time you just don't know what to say, fake it till you make it and we'll just keep going. All right? Okay. All right. Uh, clomp, clomp, clomp. Those are my shoes. Hola. Hola. <laughs> bueno, ¿cómo te llamas? Um, me llamo Miguel. Muy bien. Bueno, me llamo Jameson. Mucho gusto. Uh, Miguel. Mucho gusto. Buenos, uh, buenas tardes. Hoy es buenas tardes. ¿Y cómo estás? Um, bien. Uh, ¿Y tú? Estoy muy bien, gracias. Uh, Miguel, ¿hablas español o no? Uh, yo hablo um, a little bit uh, de español. Muy bien. ¿Y te gustan los tacos? Oh, uh, sí. <laughs> <laughs> sí, me encantan los tacos también. All right, let's hop mm. back into English. Uh, number one, holy cow, you can actually speak and communicate and it registers really quick that you understand what's being said to you. Number two, your mm. pronunciation is not bad, senor. Killing it. Gracias. Uh, I am from outside of Chicago and so I naturally have a very nasal pronunciation. So for me, my vowels are super important, which is part of my first thing that I want to push on you as a student is you have those key vowels that are so different at times from English, but critical to your success when picking up Spanish. So I, when I taught, we always like that first week, we'd talk about those five. Yeah, it's five vowels. And they are A, E, I, O, U. So if we were in the same room, you would be able to see that my mouth, as I start speaking these vowels, we're gonna have, it's very horizontal. And it's going to end with almost a more vertical shape of your mouth pushing forward. So you'll have ah, which is 
the letter A in English. E, and my mouth is getting wider, wider, which is the letter E in English. E, which is the letter I in English. O, and then U. And U is our letter U, which we're going to actually push our lips together and push them forward. So we'll get U. Instead of U, we don't have a U much in Spanish, but we have A, E, E, O, U. Give it a shot. A, E, E, O, U. Flawless. My gosh. Brilliant. Uh, so really, constantly, if you guys are trying to learn Spanish, doing these vowels as a warm-up gets your mouth. You have to stretch that mouth out a little bit more as you're starting to learn Spanish. Um, and if you tank Spanish 1, you've probably done this many, many times. But we have those vowels, and the vowels are going to be one of the best parts about pronouncing your Spanish in a clear, authentic, and respectful way, which is how we want to communicate Spanish. But today, let's focus a little bit on our introduction. So, Michael, what do you know about introducing yourself in Spanish? I basically would be comfortable asking someone how they are. If they said anything other than good, like if they told me about their personal situation, I'd be completely lost. <laughs> but I would I could I could I could tell them what my name is and then other than that I could maybe maybe talk about some foods that I like. That's all you need. No, I mean well, we need a lot more. But yes, that's on the right track. So when I think about meeting somebody in when I go to a Spanish speaking country, it is one of the most daunting things for me to actually initiate a conversation. And so for me, that's always been one of the hardest parts is just getting the courage to actually speak. However, if you know what to say, and you know, the uh, culturally appropriate way to greet somebody, all of a sudden, a lot of the barriers are taken down when you do it respectfully for that first time, they see that you're paying attention to what's appropriate that you're actually trying, and then your conversation, after a whole bunch of lessons and you're comfortable to speak, can go on for a little bit longer rather than coming to Mexico or Spain and being like, hola, uh, buenos yeah. dias, and then it's trash. So <laughs> three things that I think about when I am greeting somebody. Number one, the time of day. So for the time of day in Spanish, we're going to have a lot of stuff that is sensitive to the time of day when we introduce ourselves. I would start, if it was me, I'd walk in and say like, hola, me llamo Jameson. Me llamo meaning I call myself. Hola, obviously mm. meaning hello. So hello, I call myself Jameson. Hola, me llamo Jameson. It's formal. It's appropriate. It shows that I don't really know anybody because there's not a casual versus formal in terms of how you're addressing them. This is more of a neutral, albeit a bit formal, because you're just saying like, hola, me llamo Jameson. So I start with an hola, me llamo Jameson. Uh, let us hear, hmm. introduce yourself again, and I know you know how to do this. Hola, me llamo Michael, or O, Miguel. Oh, killing it with an or conjunction. Uh, yeah, and what I appreciate that you did is you paid attention to, instead of saying me, Yamo, we went with me yamo, which is the appropriate vowel. It's that a e. So we have me yamo, Michael, or me yamo, Miguel. If you stopped there, everybody would look at you very uncomfortably, waiting for you to say something <laughs> else because you just said, Hi, my name is Michael. 
so naturally we might if you're greeting somebody for the first time say like i might throw in a buenos dias a good day good morning buenas tardes mm. good afternoon or buenas noches good evening good night before that you can do it before or after the order doesn't really matter so it might be mm, hola yeah. me llamo jameson buenos dias or buenos dias me llamo jameson so good morning good day my name is jameson Buenos dias, good morning, buenas tardes, the afternoon, which really hits, or we would use it until it is sundown, a little bit different than in the U.S. Uh, buenas tardes versus buenas noches. Buenas noches, it's dark out, it's night. Buenas tardes, there's still some light. So I've always told my students maybe 7, 7.30 is a good time to start to switch it over, but at the end of the day, you'll still be fine either way. So buenas tardes, buenas noches, or buenos dias. Me llamo Jameson. Then somebody's going to respond to you. Do you know what somebody would say if they met you for the first time after you introduced yourself? Um, In English, no. what would we say? Like if I say, hey, I'm Jameson. You would say, um, nice to meet you, Jameson. Exactly. Mucho gusto, Jameson. Oh my gosh. Keeps it easy. Yeah. Mucho gusto. Much pleasure in meeting you. So mucho gusto. Um, me amo Michael or me amo Miguel. Yeah. So okay. we have this basic, I mean, it's so casual. It's everything that we know in English. We just throw it into Spanish. Mm -hmm. And depending upon the time of the day, that's how you're going to distinguish which greeting to use. Now, cool. if you want it to be formal, you're maybe talking to a boss who you know, but you still want to be respectful. I might go muy buenos dias. So I add that muy, meaning very, at the start. And we have... Muy buenos dias, señor. Muy buenos dias. Me llamo Michael. And it just shows a little bit more respect. Okay. I'm, take, I'm taking notes if so much. that explains the pause. Yeah, and no, feel free, anybody who's listening, to take the notes as you want. But if you're stuck in your car, please do not take notes or no <laughs> crash. <laughs> yeah, maybe take the time to just repeat the, the things, the last thing that you remember or something that stuck with you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I love that. And repetition, as we know, is critical to making it actually stick. Use it or lose it. This is a good way to use it. So uh, let's See. recap for a scotch. Michael, if you were going to introduce yourself to me, let's pretend I'm your boss or your teacher that you're trying to show respect to. You walk in the room, day one, go. Um, hola, me llamo... Miguel, um, muy buenos tardes. Uh, ¿Cómo estás? I love it. Everything you said was great. The one thing that we would work on with pronunciation would be muy buenas tardes. Mm. Because tardes in Spanish, they're going to go plural for that greeting. Tardes. Okay. But tarde uh, for afternoon is a feminine noun, which we'll talk about later in the season. But with that, we're going to get the need for buenas. So buenas tardes shows that it's feminine and plural. So yeah, those are our basic greetings that we have. We can then go, if you were going to continue a conversation, I might say, como estas? Que tal? If you're in Mexico, you might want to use que onda, which is kind of a modismo, an idiom, uh, an expression, which means like 
what wave or like what wave you on how you doing that's amazing wait how do you spell undo onda uh On, that's onda. a great question judy can you look up the spelling of onda i want to say it's wave? o-n-d-a but in spanish the letter h is silent never ever pronounce it uh so there could be an h in there but i don't think it is Kayonda, how do you spell it, Judy? Judy? He was right. You're right. Kayonda, no H. No H, so... No H-A. What's up? No H-A. O-N-D-A. O-N-D-A? Yeah, H-A. H. I need to brush up on the alphabet. Yeah, I... When I used to teach, I had this video that I got from my teachers that I then brought to my class, and it's this, like military version song of the alphabet that got stuck in my student's head. And five years later, they still remember this song because it is so stuck in your head. But for me, it was like 12 years after I actually learned that song that I then taught it to my students. All right. So we have Keonda. What's up? Ketal. I used Ketal when I studied a lot in Spain. Um, so that's a Spain. I, you can use it wherever. A majority of people will understand what you say if they're a heritage Spanish speaker. If you say okay. que onda, they're going to know you're probably from Mexico or learned in Mexico. If you're saying que tal, often it's going to be viewed as a Spain-specific idiom or modismo. Um, yeah, so those are my top two. Or como estas, which pretty much everybody knows is like, how you doing? How you feeling? Got it. Cool. Yeah. And then the last thing, I guess, before we go into a quick little simulation check-in would be, how do you respond to that? What do you know from, and Michael, can you explain really quick, since it is our first episode, what are you doing to learn Spanish outside of our time together? Wow. I'm, I mean, at this point, I'm doing Duolingo, but um, now since you asked me that question, it's already sparked a, like a lot of other ideas of stuff I could be doing. So I'm not doing as much as I could. Okay. I love Duolingo. I think Duolingo gives you that 510. You can set the time uh, minutes that you want right. to use it a day. And that really ties to the use it or lose it concept. But love Duolingo. I'm doing it at least 20 minutes a day. Holy cow, 20, 20 minutes. You are going to be I just, I really enjoy it, you know? And I'll yeah. do the thing where I like watch the ad for the extra life, for the extra heart. Oh, yeah. I got to do it. You are the it's student really, really that great. I wish I had, and I did. But the student that's like, I'm well, going to do now. 20 minutes. I do now. My yeah. virtual student is great. Hey. Um, <laughs> Can you, uh, real quickly, since it is the first episode, explain yeah. for anyone who's listening why it's, why it's a virtual meeting? Yeah, Among doing, many reasons, really. Yeah, there are a lot of reasons. Uh, we are virtual, number one, because we do not live in the same state. So I am based out of Chattanooga, Tennessee, and I know Michael because we were supposed to be roommates in college till he moved to the state that he currently resides in, which is now New York, New York. So we are doing this from the East Coast all the way down to the SEC um, yeah. and doing that. And then there's COVID. So we can't be in the same place and we are choosing to be responsible but still try and learn Spanish together. So if you guys could as soon see as we can, up, we I, I want to we will see each other. Oh my gosh, I cannot wait. I am because you, you know, and Judy are good friends as well. Yes, Judy, Judy and I 
go way back, but not as far back as you and I do. I know you want to keep these episodes shorter, so I'm sorry, me maestro. <laughs> no, this is good. Uh, this is this is what we need. All right, so bah, 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 let's go into our simulation. I'm going to be your boss, your teacher. We're going to go respectful. Let's have an introduction to each other. All right, so you walk in. I say, hola, buenos dias. Um, hola, buenos dias. Como te llamas? Um, me llamo Miguel. ¿Y tú? Gracias. Me llamo Jameson. Miguel, ¿qué onda? Um, nada. Nada. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, um, uh, mi uh, estudiar español. Uh, um, aquí, uh, now. Ahora, ahora. Ahora, ahora. Yeah, ahora. Okay, so yo ahora. estudio, uh, yo estudio español ahora. I study Spanish. Yo estudio español ahora. Mm -hmm. Ahora. Ahora. Nice job. Got it. Killing it. So then I'd be like, wow, he's fluent. Let's send him up to the next level. I'd kick you out of my class and we're fine. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no. Uh, but yeah, so that's your basic introductions. You guys, if you failed Spanish, you know that you've done this. Let's. The goal is to brush up, get you in that simulation. So I do want to challenge everybody. Find some way before the next episode that you are able to introduce yourself to somebody in Spanish. All right, well, that's the lesson of the day, but I do want to throw in a little bit of slang or vocab that could be helpful for you as you travel so that you don't sound like a total classroom nerd. Great. So here's what I want to do. We're going to play a little game. I'm going to give you a word in Spanish. I want you to guess what it means in English, and we're going to see if there's anything that we can break down to help us figure it out. And I want to know what this your thought awesome. process is. Uh, I've picked some random words with the help of our dear friend, producer Judy. Judy. Judy, Judy. Uh, who, yeah, we compiled a list. Some, yeah, let's just, let's dive in. So word number one is tatuaje. Tatuaje. So can I ask questions like, like how it's it. spelled? Yep. It is spelled, uh, and actually, do you want me to spell it in Spanish or English? In Spanish, please. All right. Te, a, te, u, a, j, e. That's te, okay. a, te, so u, e, can I, e. Yeah. So then can I repeat what I wrote in English to you? I love it. Let's do it. T, a, t, U A Q A. Super close. The last two, J is J. Ooh. Yeah, it's J. All of a sudden I was like, oh my gosh, am I wrong? No, Jota <laughs> is J. And then A is the letter E in English. Now, can you repeat it? Yeah. So in Spanish, we would have Te, A, Te, U, A, J A, and in English it would be T A T U A J E, and I will say we Ta picked this because of you. Tatuaje, tatuaje, tattoo. Mm -hmm. Killing it. 
Yes. Yeah, all right. How many tatuajes tienes? Um, should I count? Sure. Do you not know okay. off the top of your head? No. Oh, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm borderline on the point where I've lost count. So I'll count in the order that I got them. Uno. I'm going to count these two, these mm-hmm. dos as one. So uno, um, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis, siete, ocho, nueve, diez. Oh my um, gosh, yes. Um, oh, on, uh, diez, and then I, once? Uh-huh. Oh, I forgot one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I forgot a few. Oh, Otse, Dulce, Trece. Come on. Do I have a Catorce? I don't even Oh, I do. I do. I do. I have a Catorce. And it's like, it's like oh, behind my ear on my neck almost. Are I have a Catorce. I'm Catorce at this point. Yeah, as you should be. Uh, what is the one behind your head? Where is it? It's a Star Day anime. Oh. An anime star. It's actually a pair of anime stars. Wait, like Those celebrities stars. stars or like Look at this. I'll show you. Yes. Like it, it's it's like the um, outline of a star, oh, but yeah, the yeah, anime yeah. drawing of it. I just so started watching black outline. Avatar. Oh, oh, good show. I need to rewatch. I need to rewatch. And why I did you choose these? The anime stars? Mm-hmm. Well, I put them on the right side. It's kind of like my commitment as an artist and part of my um, process as an artist is expressing myself through tattoos. So I got them on a place that can't really be hidden. I'm tired of like hiding parts of myself that need to be explored and Spanish is one of them. So that we wrap that into that. Like, I, and I'm, I'm being completely serious. Like, yeah. you know, part of my focus as an artist is making podcasts right now. And so this is part of that. And, you know, I got this tattoo at the same time. I got this tatuaje at the same time as we started Ayuda. Did you really? Yeah, I just got this. I got this um, yesterday. All right, let's do two more. Um, We have, let's go Agua con Gas, which is a super popular thing, both in the Spanish speaking communities especially in Europe and for everybody that sits on a boat now. Um, can you spell the last one? Gas? Yes. G-A-S. So that, that probably translates as agua, agua con, yeah, gas? Agua con gas. Agua con gas, which probably is like, water with gas so i'm thinking it's like seltzer bubble there water go. tonic yes. yeah, yeah, yeah 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 agua con gas okay. a tatuaje uh let's go for i'm gonna give you one that's super topical right now but also very okay. easy uh corona virus <laughs> <laughs> please guys even though we are a baby podcast you can help us grow into the thriving, fluent Spanish-speaking adults that we want to be if you follow us on Instagram at IFailedSpanish. Even if you didn't fail Spanish, that is okay. Join us on this exciting journey, and we will hasta luego. Uh, yo necesito el baño. Excelente. <laughs> Thank you.
Ayuda is produced by Rock Rising. Follow us on Instagram at IFailedSpanish to learn along with us. Adios. Hasta luego. Hasta pronto. Hasta mañana. Ciao.